0: Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne. This is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be why she didn't want to see you again. Well, I've got three emails I'm going to go through with you today. The first two are guys who are basically screwing up. And the third one is a great success story, guy who followed the instructions that I talk about and how to be a 3% man, which you can read for free on my website, understandingrelationships.com. All you got to do is subscribe to the newsletter. So what you're going to see is three different dudes. The, the first guys, one of them was cherry picking. He's been following me for a while. Didn't really follow instructions. And what I want you to look for as I'm going through these emails is a little bit of being robotic. In other words, trying to focus on what to, exactly to do or to say that's proper next instead of just kind of going with the flow. Because you're going to see that these, the first two guys are just kind of rough. And how they tried to flow with these two particular dates. They both got dates. One of the guys ended up sleeping with the girl on the first date. But neither one of them was able to get a second date. And the third one is the guy met a woman out in public. I think she's a teacher. And just he did everything effortlessly. And you just see he was very smooth. And these first two guys, you could tell they're just not real smooth in the way their mindset is and also their actions and their reactions to what's, what's going on with the women they're interacting with. So I have a quote that I wrote, and once I read the quote, then we'll go through these emails and kind of keep in mind this quote because you're going to kind of see, especially these first two emails, see if you can spot where these guys are kind of going sideways a little bit. So the quote says, A woman wants to know that the guy she's dating is there because he likes her personality, and cares about who she is as a human being, not just because he wants her body. Nobody likes to feel used, manipulated, or taken advantage of. In order to seduce a woman successfully, you must make her feel safe and comfortable in a non-attached way so she feels free to stay or go without hassle. A man can accomplish this by going with the flow, diffusing tension with humor, and not taking things personally and just to point out what you're going to see in these first two emails there's not enough humor there's not enough lightheartedness it's a little too much seriousness and you know i'm picking up a little bit of being butthurt and you can see it just it obviously doesn't go well well let's go through and we'll pick out where these guys went wrong so you can avoid this so the first email guy says hey Corey." I've been following your work for a while and I've read your book three to four times and I plan on continuing to read your book 10 to 15 times. I've watched a lot of your videos as well. Well, obviously, the, the, the guys that have the problems are the guys that really didn't read the book 10 to 15 times. The great success stories are guys that read it 10 to 15 times and they reply it relentlessly. Because repetition is the mother of skill. The more you make re- repetitions, whether they're successful or not, the more you're going to start to get feedback and see what works and what doesn't. And when somebody just is just kind of reading the book here and there and trying to cherry-pick a few tips from the videos, they're not really as serious as they need to be in order to get success. And therefore, I mean, I see people that are following me for years before they ever got around to reading the book or or buying the book. And they just struggle because they just don't follow the instructions. But all I can do is suggest gently lead he says i met this stunning beautiful girl that knocked my socks off through a dating app ever since the beginning she said that her schedule was very full since she is studying in university well the reality is interest attraction level cuts through all that if she really likes you she'll make time in her schedule and if she doesn't she'll have excuses oh i'm busy maybe try next week There'll be a lack of enthusiasm. And again, what you're looking for is you want a woman who actually wants to go out with you, who's excited to see you. Way too many guys are focused on the fact that, oh, God, I just hope this girl likes me. I hope she'll go out with me. I hope it'll work out. Instead of having the attitude that most women have, which is, do I like her enough? Is she good for me? Is she a good match? Will we work out? Is she making me feel wanted? Is she making an effort to carry the conversation? I finally got her, now listen to how he talks about this. I finally got her to a first date and she was very nervous, I could tell, but I turned it around and we made out for hours at the last hours of our date. So right away his mindset's like, oh God, I just hope, I hope she'll spend time with me. When you think from that perspective, it clouds everything you do, everything you say. I just hope she likes me. I hope she accepts, accepts, me, accepts, accepts me for who I am. That's, that's an approval-seeking kind of mindset. And a guy, you can tell he's kind of down on himself. Deep down doesn't really think he deserves to be there. She wanted to follow me home the same night, but could not since she had a deadline on Monday that she had to finish with her friends. However, she wanted to see me the next day after our first date if she had the time. So notice she's giving him the hint that, oh, I really like you. Oh, yeah, I really want to see you again. And sometimes women will say that because they don't want to hurt your feelings. And they don't, they're, they're trying to avoid any conflict because sometimes guys get fucking butt hurt. And so he's thinking, hey, she told me she wanted to see me. But if you look at her actions, obviously we know they never went out again. However she wanted to see me the next day after our first date if she had time. I told her to contact me if that would be the case. It turned out that she did not have the time so I told her to reach out to me the next time she was free so we could have another date. Well I wouldn't have accepted a, a maybe date. If she have reached out the next day and said hey I had a really good time I was like I did too I'd like to see you again what's your schedule like? And she says well I don't know I'm not sure I'll have to check. I was like all right well check and get back to me and then we can plan something then i'd love i'd love to see you again as well you're being kind you know you, you got to have some rapport you can't be like an asshole or a robot and the other reason why you tell her to you know if she's saying i don't know i'm gonna have to check my schedule is because you want to give her the opportunity to get back to you or not a woman who really likes you she'll actually get back to you and a woman who doesn't she'll just blow you off and would you rather spend your time and your money on a woman that you had to pursue extra hard or a woman who's like, yeah, sure, let's get together. Oh, let me check my schedule. I'll get back to you. And a day or two later, she actually gets back to you. When you're used to women not getting back to you, you're not going to like that response. You're going to want to try to lock her down right then and there. But if you have the mindset of, well, I, I want to know that she's really into me and it has an attitude that she's glad that I'm there. And if she doesn't, why would you want to spend your time with somebody like that she said that her schedule is very full but she agreed to contact me when she knew her schedule was free three days later she wrote to me again by saying hey there i've had a rough couple of days what's up with you i immediately responded hey sorry to hear that but why don't we talk about this on our next date she agreed but i was busy on this upcoming weekend until thursday So I told her that I would come back to her and check her schedule later. A week went by and I contacted her again and asked when she was free to see me. I suggested immediately that we could have dinner at my place at a day that suited her. What do you think about that? You have one date. You made out. And what do you think you're communicating by immediately setting a second date and just inviting her over to your place like that? It'd be different if she, she'd already been over there and you'd slept together and you'd seduced her. But you're, you're basically communicating with that statement. Hey, why don't you come on over and we'll fuck? What do you think that makes her feel like? Well, he's really into me for me. She responded again that she was unsure of her week and gave me a bunch of maybe answers. So I immediately withdrew the offer and told her to get back to me when she knew her schedule so obviously just inviting her over to your place you basically just said i just want to bang i did not hear from her for about 10 days so on the 10th day i contacted her again so notice that he said hey get back to me when you figure out your schedule she never did 10 days later he reached out i mean the damage is already done at this point he says i asked her how she's been but got the response from her that she forgot to get back to me and also told me this very confusing comment she didn't forget to get back to you since we aren't able to talk about anything other than when we should meet next I feel like just laying it off so in a nutshell what she's basically saying is you just want to get together and fuck so I'm not interested in just getting together to fuck gotta learn to read between the lines I responded by saying this we can talk but i think it's better to call on the phone than just text back and forth but ideally it's best to meet up because that's the whole point So he's trying to argue with her and rationalize what she's saying is i'm not i don't feel safe and comfortable so if the bet member that one of the best responses that's in the book is what do you mean since we aren't able to talk about anything other than when we should meet next i feel like just laying off what do you mean why would you say that get her to explain it then she'd say well it just seems like you want to you want me to come over to have sex oh i'm sorry if i made made you feel that way well let's definitely we'll go to dinner somewhere but like i said it's just it's a bad way to go you're thinking like a robot all right i kissed her i made out now it's time to go right to the bedroom it's like guys do that it's like each date is totally independent of the other dates guys often make the mistake because we think logically step one step two step three that you know three four days five days later a week later whatever happens to be we'll just pick up right where we left off in the last date it's the wrong way to go that's obviously it seems like that's kind of what he's thinking hey i made out we're kind of all over each other she's probably ready to go now i just invite her to my house and we can Give her the old pork sword. It'll be great. I responded by saying this. Well, Okay, I already read that part. He says, I continue by saying, all right, I'll tell you what. I'm not looking for a texting buddy. I just want to say that I had a great time with you last time. I think you're a cool chick that's fun, have interesting common interests. You're a great kisser, and you are fucking gorgeous. I had two date suggestions in mind for us, but I leave it at, as this. If you ever figure out your schedule and you're free to meet up, you can call me or text me. I would love to see you. So until next time, take care. She did not reply, but what the hell went wrong here? I think I did everything pretty much close to textbook. I'd say nope. The idea is this is not everything etched in stone, exact science. It's got to be some give and take. And that's The reason I say 10 to 15 times because when you read it that much – you kind of understand the ebb and flow of things I and mean, you've only kind of been through it a couple of times. You got a lot of ideas floating around in your head and you're you're in your head thinking instead of just naturally responding. And that's the problem. You really weren't prepared. You didn't really understand the flow of things. When you encounter resistance, you didn't really know how to handle it or what kind of resistance it was or what it really meant. And you just with went right with the robot like you're on a sales call. Bottom line is there was a lack of rapport and you invited her straight to come over to your house for the second day, which is basically, hey, let's just come on over so we can fuck. Bad way to go, dude. Do betterer next time. Let's go through the second email. Hey, coach, I've been following you for two years now. Bought your book after six months because as you say, cherry picking off your videos doesn't work two years right he's been listening to my it took six months before he bought the book so after a year and a half of having the book based on the numbers he's given me i've listened to your book three times now i know i have to read it more hence that's why he's emailing me but hey everybody's different it's like you know us guys were egocentric it's like sometimes we just got to beat our head against the wall and fail enough times before we go you know this shit's brilliant probably not working out i must be doing something wrong I'm 23 and i have been decent at getting girls in my life i'm never uncomfortable talking to girls and i've had five girlfriends now with all of them lasting six months i just wanted to give background four weeks ago i matched with a girl on tinder and things went normally i broke the ice with a few questions gave her my number so we could text instead i didn't call her since we already had been previously texting on tinder so far so good there's nothing wrong with texting Uh, the reason i suggest calling is because it's more masculine plus you can react to the tone of her voice which you can't do in text and you'll see here when we get to the end of this you know the guy's trying to crack some jokes through text and it's obvious that they really didn't come off right so it's really you got to be really careful with trying to be humorous through text because especially with somebody you don't know they don't know your sense of humor Nine times out of ten, you're going to say something's going to turn her off or make you look like an arrogant jackass. And then planned a day and time. A couple of days after that, I met her out for drinks and pool and darts. At this point, we were having good conversation, but no physical escalation. Then we tried to go somewhere to dance, but it was the middle of the week, so it was dead, so we just talked. And at this point, we held hands as we left. Things seem to be naturally progressing. It's good. Then we drove to a karaoke bar and we sang some songs and kiss. So you're doing some physical things, you're acting a little goofy, you're having some drinks, physical interaction, it's good. All great at building comfort and rapport and making her feel safe. When we were leaving, I can't remember exactly what I said, I too overtly suggested that we go to her place which was a block down the road, but she agreed. Hey, it's a trial close. You probably had a couple drinks in you. But it worked. When we got back, we talked a bit, then started making out, which escalated. I was not planning on having sex with her, which I said, I wouldn't say that. If you're James Bond, he goes, James, oh, I'm not planning on having sex with you at all. No, I would never do that. He just goes, a little smirk i think he kind of does it to the side because i like to have sex with people i really care about but i felt comfortable with her so we did have sex and notice what he says next because it's kind of important i'm pretty sure it was good for her she was a bit dry so she was sore after but she was satisfied at least physically well my personal experience when a woman is turned on she's fucking dripping wet and when she's not she's drier than a fucking bucket of sand that's only going to come with experience and time unless she's got some kind of physical ailment or physical problem or is like severely dehydrated but i've never never had that problem except early on in my 20s when i didn't know any better the idea is you you get women wound up and it's it's never a problem but when you have sex with a girl who's dry like that and you're like oh yeah she totally is totally loved it Just keep that in mind for a little later in the email when we got out we messed around more but didn't have sex because she was sore Huh. Then when we slept again, then we slept till noon, which I didn't don't think either of us liked because we slept in too long. Obviously you guys parted your asses off. So you're probably probably got shit faced together. But talked for two hours before I left eat. So I waited four days and then I had this texting exchange. So we'll see as we, not just this exchange, but as he goes through a little more, he actually included the text here. He says, Hey Jessica, I hope your weekend has been going well. I had a great time with you last week and I'd love to see you again. What's your schedule look like this week? And she responds, it was really great meeting you, but I'm going to politely decline that second date. Hope all the best for you. And he responded, that's a real shame. I really enjoyed spending time with you. If you change your mind, feel free to hit me up. Oh, All the best for you too. He says, I have no clue what went wrong. Well, it sounded like it was probably drunk sex and it wasn't very good sex, even though you think she it was... It, bottom line, dude, is if you'd have rocked her world and fucked her brains out, she would have gone out with you again. But the fact that she was sore... And there's a few more things in this last paragraph that I'll get to, but bottom line if the sex sucks and it was you know you guys were shit faced together probably is not gonna hook up with you again neither of us talked about seeing each other again she asked in the morning how the date went and i sarcastically and playfully said definitely a two i did make a stupid comment about how much i could bench press which is only 200 pounds and that may have come off cocky I asked if she liked some of my favorite things and could have been to check boxes. I also was too confident about knowing she would have me over. I don't know if it was distance, distant or relationship-y or she just didn't have that spark. But even as I left, we were kissing and things seemed good. So I don't know what went wrong. Well, I would say the big thing is the sex hurt. And it wasn't very good, even though you thought it was awesome. I mean, you didn't get the second date, but you did. You didn't really elaborate too much, but maybe in some of the texting, you kind of come off as an ass, or maybe you were. Maybe these were things you said in person with when you were with her. You, you didn't really clarify, but I'd say the big, big thing is the the drunk sex where she's drier in a bucket bucket of sand. It's like if you have sex with a girl and she's dry, you're not using any kind of lubricant and she's next day she gets up she's not she's not gonna be like yeah i'm probably not gonna get together with that guy again (laughs) do better do better next time as my friend john says so let's go through the third email and and this one's a pretty good email because you tell this guy did the work he read the book he got the repetitions in and that's why things go smoothly the way they're supposed to So he says, hey, coach, I bought your book about a year ago after a breakup. Apparently, like the vast majority of people. I'd say that's probably, that's what brings most people to my work. Most people don't come to me because things are going well in their life. Something's usually going sideways, either in their personal life or their professional life. They're trying to figure out their purpose. And I've read it 10 times so far. 10 times. There it is once again. He read 3%, man. 10 times followed instructions and if you haven't read it you can go to understandingrelationships.com subscribe to the newsletter and you can be reading it instantly. I've had so many more dates with stunning women it's mind-boggling. I met this drop-dead gorgeous teacher got her number and made a definite date immediately. I didn't contact her at all and the day of she called me and said she was wondering if the date was still on. So obviously she called him because she had a high level of interest in actually going out with him. That's a good fucking sign. I told her that we made plans and I for sure will be there. She actually seemed a little worried that I would blow her off. The only reason she was worried is because she really liked you. I took her to a couple of different date spots on the first date and was able to end the date in the bedroom. The morning after the first date she said she didn't understand why she did that and she's a little upset that she let me have my way with her remember sex has got to be your fault so she's basically say hey as long as you you know this was all your fault then and i can absolve myself from any blame Then i won't feel guilty and i'll probably fuck you again really soon notice, notice what he said he's pretty smooth he's Now, the first two guys emailed, you kind of get the impression that they kind of had a stick up their ass. They just weren't really playful. But this guy is just the opposite. He doesn't take anything personally. He goes with the flow. He uses humor to diffuse any kind of tension. He says, I just laughed and jokingly said that she didn't seem upset when she was moaning my name last night. Well, if she was moaning your name, obviously she had a good time. She just giggled after that and gave me a hug. So me- remember like I talked about in the book. It's like women tend to take these little things and they blow them up. They're like, oh, my God. Kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe I had sex with you. It's like, well, you really seem to be enjoying it last night when you were yelling my name out. Wink. In other words, he communicated in a charming and playful way. Yeah, it's not a big deal. I got you, babe. You just couldn't resist my awesomeness. So don't don't feel guilty. It happens. She has tested me a couple of times by saying that she wants me to come over, but that she needs to catch up on sleep. We've already had a few all-night sessions. So obviously he's been to her place. She's been to his. No problem making dates at each other's house or inviting her over. You don't do that on the second date when all you do is kiss in the first. You gotta follow the process. I just gave her the takeaway and she almost always changes her mind on the spot and begs me to come over. That's the unattached, take it or leave it. Hey, you wanna get together? Oh, I really should catch up and see. like, all right, no problem. We'll do it another night. Five ten minutes later, hey, I want you to come over. I thought you had to get some sleep. I like, I know, but I really want to see you. Ooh. She's even told me because no other guy is ever this indifferent with her. It drives her crazy. And notice what he puts in parentheses. Without being a cold fish. That's, that's the difference. One of the differences that makes a difference. It's not being an indifferent cold prick or cold fish, but it's being charming and playful. Like, everything is always irie. We live in a small state with a population less than San Francisco, so a beautiful woman is chased relentlessly here. But yet they like the guys that don't chase them and are okay with not getting together. Your work has taught me to let her do most of the contacting and chasing, and that makes the world a difference. I'm going to continue to read your book. Thank you, Coach. Well, thank you for being part of the 3% Club, my man something that's important to um to recognize here is that he's letting her come and go he's he's cool with it either way it doesn't bother him either way she offers resistance it's it's like the cat analogy that i use in the book you want the cat the you know like say you see a cat walk in the room and you smack your thighs saying hey come sit in my lap and i'll pet you the cat looks at you like eh. the cat goes and does whatever it does and a little while later you just go back to your, you know, mind and your business, and then next thing you know, the cat jumps up on armrest in the chair you're sitting and rubs against you, and then just slowly moves into your lap. I mean, it's just the way women are. It's like you extend the invitation, and you're cool with it either way. You don't get mad, you don't get upset, you don't get overly happy, you don't get depressed. You're just like, okay, cool, no problem. It's all good. Irie vibrations. Definitely something to think about. So with that said, if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a coaching session with yours truly. You can go to my website, understandingrelationships.com. Click the products tab, top of your screen on any page, and book a coaching session. And until next time, I will talk to you soon.